Premier League season starts in only a few days, and this week we're making predictions. We're down here in the Rat Tail Bunker, and this is the Boys and Bolos podcast. Welcome back to the bunker. Well, the barbershop. Welcome back to the barbershop. This is the Boys and Bolos podcast. Jarrett, how are you tonight? It's like the barbershop bunker. Barbershop bunker. I am staring directly into the bunker from my seat in the barbershop. So I always feel like it's just a, just arms reach away. I can literally reach into the bunker. Yeah. Well, Jarrett, let's, let's get back to the, to the prem, which starts Saturday. Can you believe it starts in 72 hours? That's mind numbing. It's, it's, it starts with a thrilling game. You just want to get right into it? Yeah, jump right in. Let's get into it. Fulham and Arsenal. It's a promoted team, newly promoted team versus, versus Terry's boys. Terry's boys versus newly promoted team. It's a derby. It's a London, a Londoner affair. Who do you got, Jeff? Oh, Arsenal. Obama Yang. Two goals. I got Arsenal three nothing. I think Fulham's going to realize they're in the Prem now. They're at the bottom now. And I'm not at the top anymore. I'm going to give it 3-1. I think Arsenal's still going to have their defensive woes about them. 3-1 because David Luiz own goal. Yeah, or like a shot will go off David Luiz's face and like land in front of a Fulham player and he'll just tap it in. The more I hate on David Luiz, the better he does. So he'll so, probably score a lot of goals now somehow. Right. Next game, Manchester City, Aston Villa postponed. Postponed. So later they'll the play season. that, yeah, later in the season. So we're not going to include it in our week one preview. And the reason why is because Manchester City went, they went far in the Champions League and didn't get as much offseason. So next game, Crystal Palace, Southampton. We got a both teams hanging around 14th, 15th place last season. It's kind of a crapshoot the way it'll go. Southampton still has Ings. So I'm going to take Southampton over Crystal Palace. I'm going to go Southampton 2, Crystal Palace 1. I'm going to go 1-1 one, one tie. I don't think that either of them made any crazy buys in the offseason. I was interested to see if Zaha was going to go somewhere because the guy's fire. And I think he maybe picked off that team if he does well in the first couple of games. But I'm still going to, yeah, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be low scoring. I, Ings picks up where he left off from last season. I can see him scoring a goal. Southampton kind of mediocre. Crystal Palace, always mediocre. So next game, Burnley-Manchester United, that game postponed because Manchester United, again, went farther in Europa League. That game will be played at a later date. We got newly promoted Leeds United versus Liverpool champions. This is the game of, of, the Saturday. of Saturday. Of Saturday. Of Saturday. Of Saturday. Saturday. For yeah. me. It will I, be interesting to see how Leeds, they acquired a few new players and we'll have to see if they're already clicking because we know Liverpool core of that team has stuck around. Uh, they've only lost maybe one or two players since you know winning season last season. It's so. going to be easy, interesting to see if Wijnaldum's there because that's not right. done and dusted, but it's definitely one of those ones that's farther along in the negotiations where he may not be, he probably won't play. He probably won't even dress because I think his negotiations are so close to Barcelona that it's finishing up. And I wonder what leads. If I'm Leeds, it's just like shock and awe. Like Leeds, Leeds, when they look at the season, they're not supposed to win that game. No one wins at Anfield as of late. You might tie, but like their home record at home, they just don't lose. So if I'm Leeds and I'm Bielsa, I'm like, we're going to just go for it. We're going to just play offense the entire time. Obviously, if we get a goal, maybe we'll be a little bit more conservative, but also realize that they're probably going to score a goal against us. So kind of like, what do you have to lose? There's, there's nothing. They're like nine to one odds to lose. I mean, they have nothing to lose. They're at Anfield. When you attack Liverpool and you keep them on the back foot, 
which few teams have been able to do, but I think about Champions League and Atletico, Liverpool look very uncomfortable. The City game, obviously, after their championship hangover, they looked super uncomfortable. If you can pressure them, get a quick goal, even just go into the half tied, whether it's 0-0, 1-1, or whatever it is, I think Leeds could steal a point in this one just from a shock and awe campaign. But but on the, the other side of me is like, dude, you're an idiot. Klopp is Klopp. The team is one of the best teams in Europe. If they're firing at all, even at 70%, I think they'll win. So what's your prediction? The only, on that? Thing, the only thing that Leeds has going for them is that Liverpool isn't used to playing Leeds. They haven't really ever played against them in, in the last 10 years, probably. Klopp will prepare this team like they're a legit Premier League team. Not, And so I think it comes down to whether Kelvin Phillips comes back from the England squad and he started, I think, the most recent game. If he can play holding midfield well enough to distribute the ball to Rodrigo and they can play pretty structured defense in the back, and then counter against, like you said, a Liverpool team that doesn't that great against pressure, pressure, pressure. I think they can maybe steal a goal, but I just don't see how Salah and Mane stay out of the score sheet. Stay, stay out of scoring. Yeah. Combined three goals. Three maybe. goals. Yeah. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say Liverpool's gonna. This is not to say that that Leeds isn't gonna have a good season. I think they're gonna have a very strong season. I just don't think that they can be Liverpool. I think Liverpool probably will, will win. Three to one. I go three nothing again on this one, just like I said with Arsenal. Okay. And Leeds, the last time they beat Liverpool was in 2001. Right. And it was only two to one. So if, if Leeds win, it will be by a whisker. If Liverpool win, though, it could be by a margin. So you're going three one. I'm going to go three nothing. We got West Ham, Newcastle. This is another middle of the table match. Going Newcastle. Newcastle. New- Newcastle's had some acquisitions, they've made some moves. I don't think. West Ham has done much, but then again, they're they just a team that sticks around. They beat Chelsea last year. They they can they did the double on Chelsea. Yeah, unless did, I'm wrong. Right, which is I don't know if it says something about West Ham or if it says something about Chelsea. But either way, that's impressive to win a home and away game in the Premier League against almost any team. Doing a double over any team is a bottom table team from ten to twenty or eleven to twenty beating a top table team, which is you know one to ten in a double home and away is impressive. I don't care who you are, and they did it. They acquired, Weston acquired Suchek, and I'm not sure if Declan Rice is going to play because he has been linked to some other teams, most notably Chelsea. So we'll see if he dresses. It'll be very telling whether he comes off the bench or if, if he starts, their best midfielder. So, well, Suchek might be the best midfielder now, but they have an okay team. So against a Newcastle squad that has always kind of languished in the middle of the table, who knows? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's going to be a 1-1 tie. I'm going to go 2-1 Newcastle. I like West Ham, but I think Newcastle will edge this out. I'm going to go 2-1. And now that concludes our Saturday game. So let's go to Sunday. And Sunday we have starting off with West Brom and Leicester at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Jeff, what do you got here? West Brom and Leicester. We always talk about how Leicester fell from grace out of third, out of fourth, into the Europa League group stage. And we also talk about how West Brom will be relegated. So I think this one's... It'll be interesting. I I always love to see the promoted teams, how they fare against, especially in the first couple of weeks. I don't think that West Brom is disciplined enough against the Leicester squad that really didn't change their core besides maybe some defensive players that they let go. They brought in one defender from La Liga, I think. 
uh, or Serie A. I'm, I'm not really sure. But yeah, Leicester is too disciplined, too solid. I think Vardy will score a goal. I, I'm saying 2 nothing. 2 nothing. I, I was going to agree with anything you almost said, and that sounds about right. And I think, once again, just like it's going to be for Fulham, just like it's going to be for Leeds, West Brom are going to be welcome to the Premier League. They're going to be welcome. Leicester's a top table side. And Vardy is going to probably shred that back line for sure. He's also had a lot of rest. I think Bar- I think Vardy on the double 2 nothing actually. I would agree with that. Okay. So now we go to uh, Everton, James Rodriguez versus your boys, a.k.a. Oh. Jose Mourinho, best documentary out there. Jose Mourinho's boys. Don't call him Jose. Jose's boys. He's Jose. Put some respect on his name. I said Jose. I'm just saying in general, for all the listeners. For, for all the listeners, yeah. Someone's like, yo, I like that guy, Jose Mourinho. Like, someone should come out and just, like, slap him. Yeah, and be like, it's no, jo- it's Jose. Jose. This is going to be a good game. this is a very interesting game. You're at home, so you don't have to go to Goodison, which is nice, because I think Goodison's just unwelcoming. Yeah. I, I, my heart's going to go just pick Tottenham for this game. When else do you not no, I mean, vote with your heart? If it was, like, Tottenham City, I might pick City. I don't know. Do you vote with your heart, or do you vote with logic? I'm not putting any money down on this game. Because we so. can pivot hard, and Jeff's top four has gotten a lot of kickback. Yeah, a lot of comments kickback. on Instagram. I think it's a, lot of, it's a lot of Liverpool supporters who are pissed that I put them in. It was Liverpool City. Yeah, well, Mac, Mac and Ellen, Liverpool, and Nick is City. And I think Jeff's picks are bold. But also, if he's right, it's Nostradamus-level shit. Right. Because people will be like, wow, that guy knew something that like no one else did. I mean, it comes down to... Does Liverpool have some key injuries in their defense where they have to spend some money in the winter transfer? And that could easily happen. I'm just saying, like, you can't can't keep the goals out of it. If you can't keep goals out, you end up like Manchester City last last year. Very inconsistent. I completely agree with your pick. I don't think it's too wild because when Henderson went down, Liverpool all of a sudden looked like shit. And... He could go down. He's getting a little bit agent under his belt. You know, if Van Dyke gets a red card, he's out a game or two. If Salah pulls a hammy, I mean, there's just multiple things that can happen. I think that team is not as strong as they were, even when they won the Champions League. I don't just since Project Restart, they have not created any confidence, which is why I think obviously you left them out of your top four. Right. And you added Spurs. 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 Well, Jose is finally going to get a real crack at, uh, putting the team in the top four i mean that's what his whole objective is for the season and he's finally getting a team where everybody's healthy as far as i know he brought in some players that he's had an eye on and they may make a few more moves before trade deadline i think they need a forward they're definitely going to make some more moves who else who else is out there for a forward that you guys well there was a link there was a link that diego casa was going to come is that that dead is i think that's kind of dead i don't know i don't know who the i don't know Who's out there? It seems like when a pl- they pick up a player, it's kind of a surprise. And they're lucky that Jose can attract talent and people want to play for him because they know, you know, he can bring trophies potentially to the club. Definitely, he got them into European football, so that's positive. Last season, with Kane going down with such a crazy hamstring injury and then Son breaking his arm, we saw that they were like the second best team after Project Restart because everybody was healthy. Now, that's not a great indication that if you lose your one striker and you can't score goals, you're suddenly in the shitter because they were yo-yoing between, I would say, fifth and ninth, even when Mourinho was hired. It's not like 
you know, they were they were a dumpster fire with Pochettino and they won like three games. But I think Tottenham, their squad deserves a little more respect, I think, than I think a lot of people are giving. There's a lot. See, the thing is, there's a lot of been a lot of attention on United Chelsea, not so much on City because they're really strong and they don't they didn't really need any pieces except maybe a, a center back. But there's been a lot of because you know obviously Chelsea spending big money, they're using that Hazard money to uh, to buy those players and they're it's paying. I think it, it'll pay off for them and that's why I picked them as for to win the league. But I think that people forget that Tottenham before they made the Champions League final like with that squad basically, and they added Bergwin and they add, they've now added Hojberg and they added Doherty from from Wolves and I think those players are are great. I mean Doherty is a huge upgrade upgrade from Aurier, huge upgrade. And you can still play Aurier, but he's a situational player. Like, if you want a player that's that you know he's not going to get caught when he p- presses the ball forward to make a cross in the middle. Because he, he wants to score goals. Aurier wants to score goals. That's when he shines. But if he has to actually stay back and defend, he will lose the ball because he'll take an extra, like, five touches. He's a liability. So, Dirty's a much, like, stronger left back or right back or whatever. He plays wing back, basically. That's how I feel. They're, they're going to win that game, but I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to come down to, like, the 85th minute, and they're going to win 2-1. With the Everton. With Everton, yes. I'd say 2-1. I completely agree. Spurs will edge it out. That doesn't mean that I don't think Everton will play better. And But that's a sign of a good team. A team that doesn't have to play well to get results, that's totally a sign of a good team. I mean, many, many teams have done that. I know? apologize for talking a lot about Tottenham, but... No, no, no. You speak on it. Speak we talk we talk a lot about about Chelsea and whatever guest supporter whatever guest we have that supports whatever team whether it be Arsenal or or, or and, City. And today's your day, Jeff. No, I mean, it's just, is it your birthday today? Did I forget? It's not a couple weeks. It'll be it's your birthday. birthday. It's your birthday. All right, so now let's go to Monday, and we have Sheffield Wolves. Where are you on this one? Because we like Wolves. I think we I love Wolves. We like Wolves, and we also respect the hell out of Sheffield. A Dean Henderless Sheffield, might I add? Henderless. Henderless. I like that. Oh, he's, he's Henderson. Henderson list. Take that out and post. Henderson list. <laughs> I like that, though. Henderless. Dean Henderless Sheffield. I think they brought in Ramsdale. Is that who they brought in? Yeah. That's a, it's not an upgrade, but it's maybe a slight downgrade. He's a very competent Premier League goalkeeper, Ramsdale. So I don't think that's going to be their problem. I think it's just going to be they're not going to be able to score goals. Yeah. That Sheffield's attack is as strong as Wolves' attack, and I think it's going to come down to Wolves just being able to use Treyari whipping crosses, put a couple balls on the net. So. One thing I'll say, thinking back to our pods from last season, you and I both thought that Jota, Traore, or Jimenez, would, would be one of them would go, if not two of them, because of the seasons they have. All three of them are individual and unique players, and together they're a problem. I'm surprised that they're all there, and I wonder if they're going to make it through the transfer market, because I still think like Jota could be a good piece for some, some teams. Traore is a more unique player, just because, like, he can't really give you a full 90 minutes, but he's like a crazy super sub situation where just get him down the flank and he's going to whip the ball in enough times that like, if you have a guy like Jimenez in the middle, he's going to cause some serious problems. So I'm going to go two to one wolves. Let me elaborate on Trey a little bit. Wolves wanted to keep him desperately. And so they stuck a huge price tag on him, like 90 or hundred million. And so like a Real Madrid or a Barcelona said, Oh crap, we can't spend a hundred million on a guy who's going to, only play 20 minutes 30 minutes he may impact the game but if he can't give us a full 90 legitimately because he's making super fast runs down the down the wing then we're not going to shell out 90 million we might have shell out 60 50 or 60 million because that's what i think he, he truly is worth he's not like 21 years old either he's been around a while i think that wolves will win this game but i don't think it's gonna be a blowout 
think it's going to be very close. And I'm going to go two to one. Okay. Two to one Wolves. Correct. Okay. Agreed. We agree. Chelsea, Brighton. Where are you? Chelsea. Oh, 100% Chelsea. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a clinical display of force. A clinical display of force. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go three nothing or greater. I think I picked Brighton as one of my relegation teams. I think you did as well. And I just don't think that they're going to be able to match. I think it's going to be, I think Chelsea are going to score three goals, if not more, and have the potentiality of scoring about 10, but there's going to be just like that last errant pass in the final third because chemistry is still not there. There's going to be just silly things like that. It's also the first game, and the first games can normally look awkward because it's they're the first games in the season. Even the first games of Project Restart, we were like, dude, this is rough. These guys haven't played in months. But I do expect Chelsea to a clinical show of force. I'm going to go three nothing. Are you? I'm going to go four to one. Kepa factor. Kepa factor. Good guy. And I think Kepa keeps gonna me get, up. At I night. think it's going to Kepa is going to get the start because they haven't brought a goalkeeper in yet. They brought in a youth academy player. That was the only goalkeeper they brought in. I hope Frank starts him. Well, he's not. He's going to start Kepa because I did see a headline where Kepa is going to stay at Chelsea and compete for that number one spot. He's competing against himself. That's how bad he is. Well, they have. They definitely have an upgraded defense. I expect them to play a, l- a little bit more structured in defense with Silva back there. Silva no. and Chilwell. And Chilwell. And we'll see who what the lineup is. I, I'm interested to see wh- what Lampard throws out there. I hope what is your What's your prediction? Oh, I wanted to mention also for all the uh, U.S. men's national team listeners, all the U.S. fans, Christian Pulisic got the coveted number 10 jersey today. At all, it was announced at Chelsea, following in some real, some serious footsteps. Serious footsteps. It's the first time in a major league that I know of. Well, I'll just say the Premier League because I can't. I'm not sure. I think Claudio Reyna may have had the ten when he was in the Premier League. Years, years, years. We're talking more than two decades ago. But it's the first time on a top team in the in the world, a top club. Chelsea's one of the probably top twenty clubs in the world. That a guy from the United States has had the number ten. The coveted jersey, it is. Um, and it's 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 well deserved after the I way mean, he's, he played. Last it's season. totally well deserved, and it's also it's so great because you can't bench a number ten. I mean, they used to yes, they used to bring William off the bench, but William would still score ten to fifteen goals a season, and put in you know a lot of starts. So that is super positive for U.S. Okay. men's soccer. In every lineup prediction I've seen for Chelsea, he will be playing left wing. There's no doubt in my mind he'll be out there. It's Pulisic plus on, 10. On Monday, yeah. It's kind of like Pulisic plus 10 after the restart, too. And I think Ziyech and Werner, when they came in at the end, they were like, wow, this dude fucking balls. Like, we're so excited to play with him. He's young. He gets it. Like, let's go. Let's go. Transition into fantasy, Jeff. Yeah, we have 13 people in the fantasy league. We're hoping to get more. And I have Pulisic on my team because I'm a deep patriot and care a lot about this country and Christian Pulisic. I made my team so long ago. I have to revisit who my hashtag my Hershey team. Pennsylvania. I think he's on my team as well. He should be on everyone's team. He should be. I mean, he's creating chances, making passes. I will say past defenders doing everything, doing everything. He's like <laughs> scoring goals, bringing orange slices to the halftime. He's, he's everything. So if you want to join, go to our Instagram or Facebook, we have the links or you can go to fantasy.premierleague.com. And then use the code KVZXQU. Once again, KVZXQU. Or DM us on Instagram and we'll just send you a direct link 
to our fantasy, which will automatically put you in our league. You have to create a team first and then it puts you in our league. But that is the way, that's the quickest way. Whatever way you want to do, just get in that league. It's going to start this weekend. You don't want to be on the back foot and join too late. Yeah, once you once you miss the first couple of weeks, even the first week, the points get they kind of stack up and it's hard to be competitive. And the winner of this will get swag. We are going to create swag this season. I don't know, maybe bolos, actual bolos, maybe scarves, maybe mugs. Maybe you'll just get maybe we'll just get mementos from the bunker. You might get a memento from the bunker, which is like asbestos insulation. Yeah, maybe. I feel uh, like if we send someone asbestos insulation, there's like a terrorism act. They'd yeah, like, you can't do that. I feel like it's they'd illegal. be like, that's, you guys are assholes. Like, that's not cool, man. Well, I think that's it, Jared. I think that's all we got for tonight. That's it? Well. So, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, everything. Just type Boys and Bolos into Google and you will find us. Reach out if you want to be part of the fantasy. And we will see you on the other side. We'll be doing a recap after this, uh, after week one. Jared, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I'm super Super pumped to be sitting on your couch. Yep. And watch, watch a lot of football this week. A lot of footy. All right. Ciao. Ciao. How many teams realistically do you think can win the title? Four. Man City, Tottenham, Liverpool, and Man City beating. <laughs> uh, when I look at the bench yesterday, there was some, some images of the bench and uh, the players that were not even involved. I think even the big team could, could, could fight for the, for the time.